There's a pile of money in your pipeline that if you just followed up with, you could grab and it's easy cash. And oftentimes we don't grab it. We leave it sitting in the pipeline because we're afraid to follow up because we're a salesperson that left it in the homeowner's court. We don't want to be pushy. We don't know what to say. And we end up flushing all that money down the drain or better yet, we prime our customer and get them really excited about their roof and then just hand it in a silver platter over to the competitor who banks that commission instead of you. And it's not a very good feeling. And my guess is right now, if you did this little homework assignment, which I'm encouraging you to do, I would go into your pipeline in whatever CRM you're using, and I would just look at all the deals that are in the follow-up section, and then calculate how much that's worth to you based on your average close rate. And my guess is there's many, many, many tens of thousands of dollars if you're an individual sales rep. And if you're an owner of a company, I have seen this number into the seven digits and higher because these are all deals that never got worked appropriately. And it's no secret that this follow-up thing is a hot topic. And it came up when I was in San Marcos, Texas with an Owens Corning event. As you can see, there's a whiteboard in the corner here. And I always ask folks, what do we want to leave with today? What's our big questions? And we write them down on the whiteboard so we can make sure to squeeze all this stuff in. And then it came up again today on an Instagram story I posted. And if you're not following along, uh, follow at Roof Strategist. And I put up a poll and I had two folks, Trey and Eric, both reach out saying, Adam, help me with my follow-up pitch and how often I should, what's a good process. So in this video today, I wanna break down for you what I view as the worst things that you can do on a follow-up paired with the best. So let's get to it. We're gonna break down a very simple three-step framework for you to have an awesome follow-up, connect with your customers in a real way, so you can follow up without feeling sleazy or feeling pushy, and that you can implement everything you learn right now, starting literally the minute this video ends, go start firing some messages, and hopefully mine some of that cash from your pipeline that is sitting there. Before we get started, I just wanna say a quick welcome or welcome back. My name's Adam Benzman, the Roof Strategist, and everything that I do here is designed to help you and your team smash your income goal and give every customer an amazing experience. And I've had the opportunity to help thousands and thousands and thousands of sales reps just like you overcome the same sales challenges that you face, like following up to make some money. So if you haven't done it yet, hit that subscribe button and the bell so you don't miss a thing. And let's go one step further and get a free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training video library in your hands right now, available at theroofstrategist.com or by clicking the link in the video description. All right, I'm gonna move fast and I'm keeping this as uh, streamlined as possible. We're gonna get started right now on number one. The worst thing that you can do is leave control of the follow-up in the hands of the customer. So I'm gonna paint a scenario for you. Scenario is you are at an appointment and it's a retail lead and the homeowner says, hey, you know what, at the end of the appointment, everything you felt went well. And then they turn to you and they say, thanks for coming out, we'll call you if we're interested. And you say, great. And most sales reps, a cat got their tongue and you're like, you go into, I don't know what to say. So then you shift into nice guy mode. And the nice guy says, oh, well, you know what? Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really want you guys to be comfortable. Please know like I am available anytime, day or night, call or text me if you have any questions and I can't wait to hear from you. And then you leave the house. Don't do that. Why would you leave the homeowner in control? You are the advisor. You're the expert. You're the one driving, not the passenger. So the first mistake, the worst thing you can do in the follow-up is leave the house when the homeowner has no idea when you're going to follow up. So the first thing you can do is set the follow-up 
while you're in the home. Okay? While you're there. Now, quick note. What I'm teaching here, setting the flow up in the home, is a critical component of my closing framework that I teach, the closing formula, the car park closing formula. And it's inside my all-in-one sales system that's being used by many thousands for both storm and retail, tiny companies, to the top 100 roofing companies in America, and including individual sales reps all over the country who have decided to get this for themselves. And in this, I teach you to set the follow-up while you're there before you leave, because it's one of the fastest and easiest ways to increase your close rate. Even if you aren't a strong closer, you did a botched job, you're at least getting back in the house. So if the homeowner shared with you Thank you. Uh, we'll call you if we're interested. And you are using the sales system. You jump into the objection handling and learn how to overcome that one because you'd learn that when someone says, we'll call you if we're interested, it doesn't mean that. It means something deeper. And we'd learn how to overcome it and find out later that the reason they are telling you that is because there's two other contractors coming out. And they finally say, you know what? Hey, uh, the reason we said we'd, we'd give you a call is we've got two other contractors coming out and you were the first one. They're gonna be here on Tuesday and Wednesday and we just wanna get three estimates first. So now you learned how to peel back uh, or, or look through the smoke screen of BS that says we'll call you if we're interested to get to the real reason. And you'll do your darndest to close that deal on the spot and there's it sometimes you will. And those that you don't, you're gonna now have that follow-up set and you're gonna do something like this using an assumptive close. Say, hey, totally understand, I respect that you've got two other contractors coming out and it sounds like you and, and your wife want to be on the same page and review everything. Now, what's really important to know is that not all estimates are apples to apples and my mission is to help you make a decision that you're comfortable with even if it's not with me. And I'd love to just be your question punching bag. So when's a good time on Friday or Saturday for me to come back and review everything and answer any questions you have? And boom, I'm using that assumptive close. Or when's a good time? On, would you prefer Friday or Saturday? Saturday, great. I've got 9 a.m. or 4 p.m. Which would you prefer? 9 a.m., great. I'm going to be here on 9 a.m. on Tuesday. And there you have it. We've set the follow-up while you're in the home. Now, I know what some, some folks might be thinking. There's an objection that's in your mind right now that says, well, Adam, you know, what if that homeowner is resistant? This is a great concept, but what if they say, hey, you know what? We'll call you. We don't, we don't want anyone back. We don't have time. We're busy. We're out of town. If that's the case, then what we use is our, what I call our backup offer, which is not a problem. Why don't we stick to a phone call? Because at this point, we now have, instead of a loosey-goose follow-up, a wait till we hear from you, we have a set appointment, and it's okay if it's on the phone, because that's a lot better than playing follow-up and getting ghosted. Would you agree? Yeah. So there's your first big fix, is setting the follow-up while you're there. All right. Now, fix number two. Um, we're going to talk about why people don't follow up. It's, it's they don't know what to say. So when people follow up, there's one of two things. They're firing a text message that says something like, glad to see that you and the husband are doing well. Hope you had an amazing weekend. Just checking in. Uh, any progress on your decision? <laughs> you know, you guys still interested in moving forward? Any of these pushy things or you end up calling them and you're like the awkward nice guy. By the way, I've been the awkward nice guy and when I was, it went something like this. Oh, hey, Peggy, Adam calling. Hey, uh, hope you and the uh, husband had a good weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did help you. Hey, mine was, mine was really good too. Um, listen, the uh, reason I'm calling, 
Uh, you know, when, when I left your house, thanks again for the opportunity to chat with you. I know you guys said you were thinking about things and I just wanted to touch base and ask what you were thinking. You guys interested in moving forward? Any questions for me? And then all of a sudden your nervous Nelly energy is just pouring through the phone and what the homeowner is hearing and feeling is they're doing this. They're like, honey, who the hell's this guy? And, and they're like, no, we'll call you if we're interested. Then you just come across as a nag. So to solve all that, by the way, in my program, I provide copy-paste templates for the follow-up for you and the team. It just takes the mystery out of it. But don't worry, I'm going to break all that down anyway. Now, it is just one of the many pieces of material, over 280 documents for Storm and Retail, pretty much every single marketing piece or customer communication from direct mail letters, door hanger letters, customer emails, text messages, material for churches, apartments, landlords, you name it, it's all in there. So it's not the only goodie. But if you are someone that's just like a copy-paste person and just say, hey, I don't want to reinvent the wheel, then go check it out. There's a link in the description. So instead of the, the worst thing you can do is just following up willy-nilly, you want to use a formula. And if you're someone who likes to follow formulas, then you probably like my videos because I teach formulas. Because formulas allow you to inject your own personality and flair and know that you're hitting the right stuff in the right order. So here's a, what I view as the best follow-up that's personal and simple and really effective. Number one is a thank you, okay? Thank you for the opportunity to sit down and chat with you and your husband about your roof. Just gratitude. It goes a long way. We appreciate your time. Time is our most valuable resource. And I thank you for investing yours with me here today. Now, the next thing we want to do is mention something specific. I'll give you an example. Let's say that in passing, you find out that the husband and wife are going on a solo retreat out to Honolulu for the next five days. You'll say, hey, thank you so much time to chat with you and your wife about your roof. I hope you guys have an amazing trip to Honolulu celebrating your anniversary. All right, anything. You find out that they're going to float the river, that they're going fishing, bringing the, the, the kid to a piano recital, that you, you got a private tour of their beautiful vegetable garden, right? That, that they sent you home with a bunch of homemade jerky. So whatever it is, just mention something specific. Next, you wanna tell them what happens next. We're gonna advise on next steps. This is either what you expect from them, you're gonna tell them what to do, or you're telling them what they can expect from you. You're laying breadcrumbs so there's never a mystery. Every single communication has the next breadcrumb laid. Every contact, every appointment, the next breadcrumb is laid. And when we do that, we build a really strong bond and we deliver an amazing customer experience. And then we wanna close it out with, again, another thank you and an invitation, all right? And what I mean by invitation is an invitation to reach out. So let's stitch all this together using the previous example of the homeowner that, that, that gave you, I'm not interested. And you would have that follow-up set, I'd leave the home and I'm gonna send that confirmation that says, hey, thank you so much for the opportunity to chat with you guys about your roof. I hope you have an amazing time in Honolulu. Over the next two days, please write down all questions that you have during the other contractor's appointments so I can answer them on Friday, or excuse me, on Saturday at 10 a.m. or whatever time I said, I think it was 9 a.m. Um, and then thank you again. Uh, you can contact me anytime at this number via call or text. All right, so that would be a simple formula to follow because you're following up with that customer and telling them what to do. This same formula, by the way, applies to when they are a customer. I'll give you an example on the storm damage side. Hey, Peggy, thank you so much for the opportunity to help you through this process. Uh, I'm so excited to see that you and your husband get to go boating this weekend in the kids, with the kids, right? Next steps is um, as soon as the adjuster contacts you with his name and the time of his arrival, please forward that information to me. Again, I'm telling them what to do. Thank you again. If anything comes up, call or text me here at this number. And there's your simple process. 
All right, and by the way, this formula you can use in text, you can use in email, you can use in voicemail or phone calls. It's all the same. It's like a love sandwich, but you're also leading the process and building great rapport along the way. All right, which leads us to number three, which is the worst thing people do is they don't follow up at all, at all. They leave it in their court, and I just talked with a gentleman at an event, and he's like, I'm so busy, I just can't follow up. If you call me, we do business. If you can't, I don't. And he knows, he's literally leaving, he's doing almost, I think 20, was it 22, 20 some million dollars a year and doesn't have to follow up. And I know if you're doing that kind of volume and you have that kind of brand recognition in your pipeline, if you just squeezed out a follow-up, you would likely add another five million in business. That's my prediction. And I think that's conservative if you just started to, to get more uh, juice from the squeeze, so to speak. So. People that don't follow up, that's the biggest mistake, but the second worst is not following up enough. I call it the one and done. And, what, and the main reason that people don't follow up is because they say, I don't wanna be pushy. You know what I mean? I don't wanna be pushy. Here's my rule of thumb. What you wanna follow up is every three to seven days. Every three to seven days, pro tip. You can always give people an out. Hey, I respect your time. I know you're busy. I'm, I'm committed to quality service and doing the best I can to help you through this process. So I'm gonna continually follow up with you unless I hear otherwise. All right, that's an out. Or at the bottom of your email signature or text say, if you've already made a decision, just reply no, I'll catch a hint. I give people the out. And people tell me, Adam, why are you giving them an out? I'm like, because it's there. There's only two words that you want to hear from this customer. It's either yes or no. You don't want nothing because then you're wasting your time, right? You're following up with a ghost. Ghosts don't have wallets. <laughs> so I want yes or no. It's okay to give them an out. And remember, have fun, give them a reason, and uh, follow the formula. And if you want the whole system, jump in and grab the roofing sales success formula for yourself or your team. All the contact information is in the description below, as well as the phone number. You can call or text our team. If you're interested in a private demo, bring the team. You can see for yourself how it works and get their buy-in or buy-out and uh, decide for yourself. So there you have it. Quick summary, the best versus worst follow, excuse me, best versus worst follow-up process. Worst is to leave it in control of the homeowner. Best, you set the follow-up while you're there for the next visit and offer a phone call if they don't want you back in the house. Number two, instead of nagging them, are you ready to move forward? Follow the formula or you can use the copy-paste templates that I provide in my program, link in the description. The formula is to thank them, mention something specific, tell them what happens next or what you expect of them, and then thank them and invite them to reach out with any questions. And then how many times should you follow up? Worst thing, don't follow up enough or at all. Best, follow up for every three to seven days. Yep, I know it's a lot. But guess what? You can give people an out and you only need yes or no. So there you have it. If you want more videos, just because our time's about to wrap up and you haven't done it, I'd highly, highly, highly recommend that you see why many, many thousands of people downloaded this freebie and get your free copy right now of the Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library right here or hang with me on YouTube and hop right into this video and I'll see you very soon. Hey, don't go anywhere just quite yet. This episode has come to a close, but I do have just a couple things for you. First, I want to thank you for listening to the Roof Strategist podcast, and I'd love to ask you a favor. Can you help me out here? Give a review to the podcast wherever it is that you stream. This helps the podcast grow, get in more people's ears, and help people smash their income goal and give every customer an amazing experience. So good, bad, otherwise, I do keep an eye on these. 
and I want to help and I do look for video and podcast suggestions. Second, you might be interested in a product or a program to help you grow your business, grow your sales and achieve or better yet, smash your income goals and I'd be honored to help. Many folks don't know where to start and I want to simplify it for you. The best place for you to get started is with my all-in-one sales training, sales strategy and sales system that I call the Roofing Sales Success Formula. And I will take you through everything you need to know from knock to close in a lightning fast nine and a half hours, whether that's for you, the individual sales rep, or as the standard training for teams. And there's a reason that it's being used by thousands of reps in the field as we speak, including some of the top 100 roofing companies in America. Now, if you are looking for some more ongoing help and support and really looking to fine tune your infinite game in sales and business, I invite you to join me and my fellow mentors, John Cenac, Deshaun Bryant, Matt Mulholland, and Jim Aline inside the Pitch Pro movement. Listen, there's links in the podcast description that will walk you through everything and direct you to those websites. But if you do want to chat with my team or with me, you can call or text 303-222-7133. That's 303 303- 222-7133. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode.